0: Bismillah Ramadan Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen was Salatu was Salam Allah Sharafil Ambiyah Wal Musaleen Muhammad Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasabi wa Sallam Tasliman Kathiran Kathira. From Badu, my brothers and sisters, there is a very nice story about Khadjan Izamuddin, uh, which uh, one of my very dear elders, brothers, and friends, sent me. The story is that Khaja Sahib used to say, Dhobi ka baccha hi humse achcha ho nikla. Dhobi ka hi humse achha nikla. He said, the son of the Dhobi, the son of the washerman, turned out to be better than us. And he would say that and he would, soon he would He would lose consciousness. And it looked as if he was in the grip of very deep emotion. So one day, some of his Murid, some of his dis- uh, disciples and students, they asked him, they said to him, they asked him, what is this thing? Who is this son of the dobi, son of the washerman that you talk about? So Khadija Nizamuddin Ali said to them that there was a king and this palace there was a washerman and this washerman used to wash the clothes of the royal family and he would wash them and then you know iron them and whatnot fold them and bring them back so the washerman and his wife used to do that they had a son and when the son grew up and uh, he also started you know, washing clothes with the parents. And as the son grew up and he was washing clothes, he started washing the clothes of the princess. There was a princess and his son used to wash the clothes of the princess. Now he, in his imagination, he had never seen the princess, but in his imagination he imagined the princess to be whatever she was, How you know, very beautiful and so on, so on. And... Her clothes he would wash with great devotion and he would iron them and he would fold them in a very uh, artistic way, very special artistic way. Now this continued for some time and uh, then the mother, the boy's mother, she noticed this and she said to the father, look, this boy seems to have fallen in love with the princess. He has never seen her but in his imagination, he uh, he is in love with the princess and uh, this will get us into trouble because we are poor people and this boy is going to get us into all the in trouble. So the father stopped him from washing the clothes of the princess. Now, when that happened, they say that the boy fell sick, and after some days, after a few days, he died. Now the princess, on her, on the other hand, when the clothes, when her clothes got washed and they were brought back and so on, she noticed that the clothes were not being folded in the in the artistic way. So she sent for the washerwoman and she asked her. She said, "Who washes my clothes?" The lady said, I do it. So the princess gave her a shirt and said, fold this. So this mother of this boy, she folded the shirt. The princess says, you are lying to me. You don't wash my clothes because this is not how my shirts are folded. So the mother broke down and she said, this is the story that we had the son and the son, he never saw you, but he imagined you and he Seemed to have fallen in love with you, and uh, Then we stopped him from washing your clothes, because we didn't want to get in trouble. And uh, Because of that, he fell sick and he died. So this princess then took, she called for the, for her carriage, And she took a lot of flowers and so on, and she went and put the flowers on This boy's grave. Khaja Nizamuddin Mahavali used to say, That this boy fell in love with a princess he never saw. And he says, Why is it that we cannot love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who we have not seen but whose creation we see all day, every time, all the time? How is it that we cannot concentrate in salah and we focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with Our hearts filled with the love of Allah. Obviously, the love of a human being is different. We don't, we don't compare that with the love of Allah Subhanahu Taala. It is not the adab. But the story is to illustrate this example. To say that to love Allah Subhanahu Taala in such a way that when I stand before Him in salah, my concentration doesn't waver, doesn't go away from Allah. My brothers and sisters, I remind myself in you that not only are we obliged to and not only is it our duty to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and obey Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, but it is our duty to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to love his, his messenger Muhammad sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself mentioned this in the famous ayat of Surah Tawbah الرزرا دلزت اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم قل ان كان اباؤكم وابناؤكم واخوانكم وازواجكم وعشيرتكم واموال انقترضتموها وتجاره تخشون نقصها ومساكن ترضونها احب اليكم من الله ورسوله وجاهاد في سبيله فتربصوا حتى ياتي الله امره والله لا يهدي القوم الفاسقين Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enumerated and listed eight things that we love. And remember, all of these eight things are permissible things. This is not an ayah which is telling us to stay away from haram. No. Allah listed eight things which are permissible, and some of them are things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself told us to love and honor and, and respect and serve, as in the parents. So Allah said, say to them, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa if your parents, abawukum, wa abnakum, your children, wa azwajukum, your spouses, wa iqwanukum, your siblings, wa azwajukum, your spouses, wa ashiratukum, your extended families, wa amwalun iqtarftumuha, And the wealth which you accumulate. And your trade in which you fear a decline. And the houses you build and you feel happy when you look at them. Right? Now all of these are permissible things. And as I mentioned, towards our children we have a duty. Towards our parents we have a duty. Towards our spouses we have a duty. Towards our families we have a duty. All of these have been Emphasized and they have been, uh, they have been, they, they are virtuous things to do. Despite that, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is saying, "Ahabba ilayku minallahi wa Rasulihi wa Jihadin fi Sabilihi." If these are more beloved to you than Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, than His Nabi Sallallahu wa Alaihi Wasallam, and, and then are more beloved than struggling in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Then Allah said, go away and await the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Await the decision of Allah, which is the decision of punishment for this, and wait for this punishment to come. It will come on you. And Allah does not guide the rebellious people. The point I want to uh, make for you and remind you and myself is that the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The hub of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is wajib on us. This is fard on us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned love for him as a distinguishing feature for us. Allah said that the believers, they love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more than anyone or anything else. So the question I ask myself and I request you to ask yourself is, do we love Allah? Do we really love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? That is something for us to reflect on and think and love means that we give the object of our love precedence over everything and anything and everything else and that this object of love is in our consciousness 24-7, that we are constantly engaged with this object of our love. In this case, it is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala 24-7 continuously. What is our answer? Because if we have this love of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, then concentration in salah is automatic. We cannot, we cannot but concentrate. It. We don't have to struggle for that. Because when you are in the presence of your beloved, nothing can distract you. Right? Absolutely nothing can distract you. Imagine just again, Taala Allahumma Allah is above any examples. Even if you look at, for example, if you're sitting and watching a game, right? Those who are interested in soccer and football and uh, basketball or whatnot. If you're sitting and watching a game, you are so concentrated, you're so focused on the game that, you know, you could literally have a burglary happening in your house, you wouldn't know, right? Anything would be happening, you would not know. May Allah forgive us, sometimes you even forget salah. We should should not do that, but completely, when you're so engrossed in the game, that even the time for salah will come and go and we forget what. And we don't remember that I have to get up and pray. What is our situation when we stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us to focus on that which is the most important, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Himself.